Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 108. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello, sir. That's me. It is indeed. We are back once again trying to deliver at least one Carbitrage per week to you all. Um, this week I am drinking a not beer because it's a weeknight and almost 9 o'clock. I've got a Dasani sparkling lime, which is unsweetened. I have a key lime LaCroix. That's very similar. I've yeah. got two thumbs. Sounds good. Uh, on that note, if you'd like to uh, support our drinking habits, which is usually beer, please head on over to... I'm going to go look at the refrigerator while you're f- starting. Patreon.com forward slash Carpetrage and uh, check out our two levels of patronage, which is, I think, $1.50 a month and $5 a month. Certainly no obligation. We will keep recording even if you don't give us anything. So $5 a month is a case of LaCroix. It is, and it's also like two decent beers for us to drink. Yeah. So, Jesus Christ, you really need those patrons. <laughs> Ryan is over at my fridge complaining about how there's no beer he likes. Dude, close One the second. damn fridge. I, right now, I'm looking at a refrigerator full of Mick Golden and Cool Light. Okay. You still left my fridge open. Yeah. It's pretty tacky. Anyway, um, I'm going to start off the stories this week. Um, Tesla I, is in the news I, once I, I again, not idea. for uh, not for typical Model 3 or Model S reasons, but because their pickup truck is once again starting to get some headlines. Um, this is something we've seen a lot of renderings of, everything from like a Kodiak-like uh, semi-based pickup to a really, really gaudy-looking concept that kind of looks like a Ford Ranger that somebody stapled some vague Tesla cues onto. Um, but all we know for sure is uh, Elon Musk was quoted this week in a tweet saying that their uh, base price needs to come in under $50,000 to compete with the Rivian so R1T. So you, you know it's going to be like fifty-five. It Initially, it's <laughs> going to be, well, it's going to vary like every week. It's yeah. going to jump up and down two, $3,000. But uh, wh- I mean, what do you think this thing's going to be? Do you think it's going to be like an F-150 size? Do you think it's going to be smaller like a Tacoma? Do you think it's going to be a Kodiak-sized massive truck thing based you, on their you, semi-tech? You want know what it smells like? Smells like it is 1973 and AMC just got caught with their pants down during an oil crisis, and now they have to hammer out some sort of small car yep. really quick. That and does sound exactly like We that. are going to get the whatever Tesla's equivalent of an AMC Gremlin <clears throat> is going to be. So it's going to be a Model X with the back cut off of it or something? Or a Model Y awesome. or something? It sounds a lot better than a Model X. No, it's it, – it, well, the thing is it's a lot harder to mess up making a ute than it is to mess up making a hatchback. Very true. Very true. I mean, I, I also uh, don't be wrong. I love the Gremlin, but objectively, I love it because it is just a terrible car, a terrible, terrible vehicle. Yeah, I'm still curious to see if, uh, assuming it's going to be in the same segment as the Rivian's R1T, if that comes to market, uh, Rivian's going to have the leg up. I mean, they're going to have you know the $7,500 rebates. They're going to have a really, really great product with a huge battery. You know what they should do? Hmm. They should not compete with Rivian. I mean, they should make... They should go down market then, then. Yeah, 100%. They should make a Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make something smaller, something that's make still... Make a Tacoma LLB in addition. You're, well, yes. the, all right, so the thing is, <laughs> you, already have a, uh, you already have an electric vehicle, so... I, I do. The, the, I mean, t- you being Tesla. I also the, do. The Model 3 already can tow, you know, about Seven. as much as most trucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, like what it can physically do. Yep. Not what it's rated for, but what it can physically yeah. do. Yeah, it will look the other way. Yeah, all you need is really just a chassis that's rated for that. And just make, you can make a small truck that's the size of the Tacoma that can out tow yep. an F 150. Like, um, 
Mahindra with the Jita. It's a one-cylinder well, pickup that tows on par with a F-150. It does only because the rest of the world tows at much lower speeds than we do. But, I mean, still, like, it is possible to yeah. make something that is I agree. I think making a very competent, compact pickup truck is the smart move. Yeah, and I think that that's also helped them a lot because you're not having the range anxiety in the city mm-hmm. as you do with a big truck going up to the lake. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I mean, the Tacoma sells really well, so... Well, that's the thing, is the Tacoma sells really well, because what are your other options? Right? It, well, the Ranger now. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Which I've seen a whopping one of. The Nissan then, Frontier. Which hasn't been redesigned since 2005. Much like their 370Z. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> the uh, Chevy... Is it Summit to Colorado? Yeah, Summit to Colorado. Yeah, that's actually a pretty the new The Honda Ridge line. Is that a compact? I don't know. I feel like that's a... Mid-size yeah, pickup. Maybe. Yeah, that probably is closer to the size of a Tacoma now than it is to a. But I mean, the size like an older Taco- like Tacoma. Yeah. Like the, what they should do because I mean there is a draw for the four-cylinder pickup. Yeah. Like there are a lot of people that want that, especially Every, in, like the diesel engines. I yeah, mean. and so you know, an EV pickup, like if you go down market, mm-hmm. you make a, a smaller one. Well, you don't have to go down market in quality. You can still make one that's of great quality. Oh yeah, people and still like their luxury smaller crap. size. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, it's it's like the BMW One Series. Like yeah. the only reason they made that as drastically different as it was is because it was stepping all over the toes of the Three Series. Yep. Oh yeah, companies do that all the time. Yeah. Wow, it sounded really Minnesotan there. Yeah, but I mean the uh, the by the way, this actually is not a terrible IPA. Yeah, Goose IPA is okay. Yep. That's got um, a fairly low IPU. But yeah, no, it's just one of those things where it's like they, they can totally do this, and I think that Elon Musk is really good at thinking outside the box. I feel like he's he's he, he's kind of panicking, I feel like, and well, pigeonholing himself. I think he is because, I mean, look at all the promises that company's made about, like, the semi and the roadster and, like, refreshing the S and bringing the Y. Like, they can barely keep up with production on the cars they currently make. Yeah. Not to mention just, like, hemorrhaging cash developing this and epic charging network. And that's why I think that um, making a ute or a small pickup based off one of their existing models, like the X, the mm. kind of the the redheaded stepchild of all the Teslas. Like, you can make the X into a really, really cool truck. They need to bring out the Y first, though, because everyone buys crossovers, especially compact ones. They really do. That Y is going to sell, like, hotcakes. Yep, the Y first, and then... Then the pickup. Then the pickup, because the pickup's going to have a higher profit margin. And if you you base off the X, you're not going to have to come out with all these new things. You don't have to do new body work. All you really have to do is behind the B They're going to have to do all the suspension, though. I mean, the, the X really can't give you the ground clearance you're going to need in a pickup. That's true. It would it maybe compete with a Ridgeline, but I don't think people are going to shop in that segment for, like, their Ford replacements. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think that you're really going to have a Ford replacement with this. And no. plus, you have Rivian. Rivian has so much clout already. I know. Like, Tesla's totally caught their pants down, so they need to go somewhere else. There's so many different things you can do with a vehicle. Yeah, let Rivian have the truck. Yeah, let <laughs> Rivian do the truck, and you do your own thing. Cause and would you really buy a Tesla truck? No. No, they're they're too fragile. No, it's a fragile. They're but fragile. But well, I mean, like the body work and stuff. You buy it for the and... class. Like, you <laughs> don't buy it. The panel gaps would fit in much better on a pickup. The, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things, like, <laughs> we don't get the Mercedes X-Class in America for a reason. Mm-hmm. It will cheapen the Mercedes brand. Well, I mean, we also get, like, the A and the CLA, though. I mean, those really cheapen the brand here. I don't think that they really cheapen the brand all that much because you're still getting something that's vastly superior than any other uh, hot hatch. One second. Than any other hot hatch as far as fit and finish goes. Uh, the A-Class is not as good as a GTI. 
on the inside. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty down market. There's right, well, not anyway. much for soft touch material. In I, I still think that the, the truck, a truck for Tesla would be a bad idea. They've got other things that can make. I'm sure it'll happen. I agree. It's really not a great at. idea, but, but yeah, no, it's also, it's, it's Elon Musk and he's, He's moving more in my mind from being the guy that can really do anything to the guy that can make the worst possible decision. You almost wonder if he's like deliberately trying to screw the company enough where it gets bought out and like something else evolves from it. It's totally. like that company, like their infrastructure, their charging infrastructure, and their factory alone are that, worth so much. That money. actually does kind of smell like an Elon Musk move because he's probably trying to do something else and wants to find a way out of it without looking yep. like he's jumping ship. He's just a really interesting man doing really interesting things that I, I do. continue every day going like, uh, Damn. I get the okay. same reaction from Elon Musk as Donald Trump gives me without the gross discomfort that Donald Trump gives yeah. me as a person. Yeah. But That's there's still like the, I don't know what he's going to do. Like I literally, he's like I a don't, snake. I don't know. There's no logic in don't my mind that can I make sense of what Elon Musk does. So I, I don't know. And it's actually what I love about Elon Musk. Yeah. And if Donald Trump wasn't such a shit president, I would love that about him. I think Twitter should be taken away from both of them. <laughs> that would probably be yeah. a good idea. I, th- I think Twitter should really enforce their banning policies. <laughs> like, Verified with... profile. Yeah, well, you should still get rid of them. Yeah, just yeah. two people. Easy there, canned. freak. <laughs> like, I, I follow uh, Elon Musk's Instagram, so there's, like, some really inspiring uh, photos. Mustagram. And then the captions are, like, what? Like madman ramblings, and I'm like, they are they are literally the the ramblings of a madman. Yeah, Yeah. and and they're hilarious, but at the same time, I'm like, someone needs to take his phone away from him. Yeah, his typing is not nearly as fun to read as his uh, speaking is to listen to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he is a very awkward pentameter when he talks. Yes, he does. I didn't know that until I watched the the awkward. The awkward pentameter makes what he says a lot more palatable. Yeah, it's like I I believe the things you're saying because you seem like so nerdy and shut in that I believe you could pull this off. Yeah, it's and I think that's correct. how he got where he is. Like we're also gonna basically develop you, you the gigafactory and want, it's gonna make fifty megawatt hours a day. Do you want know Elon Musk is a troll? No, he he's he's Dan Balto. If you feed Dan Balto a bunch of mercury. I was going to say amphetamines, but yeah, probably the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's the same. Maybe both. <laughs> it's like <laughs> meth and mercury for like years. Oh, mercury. And, oh, and, then, and then you get Elon Musk. <laughs> so, Dan, I'm sure you're listening. We're going to get you a lot of that, fish for that Christmas. Is, that is a high compliment coming from us. Um, now, anyway, uh, speaking... I'm sorry, Balto. <laughs> yeah, spe- spe- bring back back to Minnesota, actually, for a minute. Um, I want to go back to a completely different segment of the world than EVs. I want to talk about lowriders, actually. (laughs) Say, okay, that's pretty different. Uh, This is totally different. I'm all ears. This is coming from just the fact that I just mentioned Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Is Dan somehow related to lowriders? Kind of, because MNCC has been trying to court the lowrider community for a while. I want to talk about how awesome our lowrider scene is. Okay. Because that car is a Minnesota car. Okay. You can go through some of these photos I sent you on Facebook Messenger of it. I love how you're like doing a product ad for Facebook Messenger. Look <laughs> know, at all right? these high quality photos I but sent so seamlessly check, over check Facebook out, Messenger. All right, so check out this interior and everything. Uh-huh. And all those uh, door locks, those are all, yeah. 
it's like acrylic that's been milled into that shape of like gold yeah that takes flake. a lot of effort yeah it's, it's really really just like gorgeous like this is a world-class lowrider like this would totally be lowrider magazine world worthy look at all the etching mm-hmm. they gold plated and then they etched all of the carburetor intake manifold valve covers air cleaner everything like it's amazing it's really, really, really good craftsmanship on that on that lowrider, um, and that's something I don't think that uh, a lot of people notice about Minnesota is we do have a very small but very strong lowrider community. Well, you guys went to or at least told me about a pretty big lowrider show over yeah, in my was, neck. Yeah, of yeah, there was that, that was uh, single to Mayo, but I, that's what the that is uh, not a picture of that. <laughs> Did you send me any anyway? That was from years ago. What? I was gonna say like what the came up? Alicia Aaron. Yeah, Alicia. I saw a picture of Alicia for some reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. So anyway, that was. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not go through these every photo I'm seeing? Anyway. <laughs> so um, yeah, this the low ride. <laughs> I remember that now. I like the red one second. and gold. I remember um, what that was from. One day after a... One second, Jan. After an <laughs> Emin BMW meet, Alicia said smashing during the meet once. Oh. And I go, smashing! Nigel Thornberry. I immediately went home and I photoshopped Nigel Thornberry over her and sent it to you. And now Facebook Messenger, because it, it is the way it is, just... We'll just list every photo I've ever sent you. And I don't use it, so that is probably, from honestly, from years, years ago. ago. <laughs> I never sent those things to you. <laughs> and now the world has seen it. <laughs> All right, anyway. So, um, wow. With uh, Miss Loretterson, getting back on topic. Um, now, they do have some shows coming up, uh, a big one. There's this uh, crew called Street Sweepers with a A and a Z on the Are they lowrider uh, street sweepers? Yeah. Oh, by the way, that was Mike Vasquez that built that car, I should, I should note. Um, they're, no, they're, they're a lo- like the biggest lowrider group here. Um, they do have a few shows coming up, and I'm trying to get the information on it. But uh, they have one coming up at the end of June that looks kind of cool I might want to go to. If I can ever get to the freaking picture. <sighs> hmm. I'll Corey, find it at Corey some point. asked, was that Nigel Thornberry? Yes, it was. <laughs> okay, Corey. It's Corey, a, it was. Oh, here it is. Was there this Nigel Thornberry? So, anyway, streets, Street Sweep has twin, twin Cities, uh, one of the... I guess they're the biggest lowrider crew. I'm like totally out. I want somebody to lowrider a street sweeper now. That'd be really awesome. I hope they have a Zimboni there too. I want somebody to bounce it. So uh, actually speaking of bouncing, um, they're actually having a show called King of the Streets uh, happening in Roseville, July 27th of 2019. And they're going to have uh, bouncing and hydraulics contests and stuff. And, it's like just a complete lowrider show. So I actually I haven't been to one in years. And like, it's in Roseville. I can just stay late at work and go to that. Yeah, I, I really want to go now. Like that sounds really fun. And like also like if you want some like really really cool people that are in the car community, like look no further than the lowrider mini truck community because they're just like they they treat their cars like everybody has 
like a lot of respect for their cars because they all know what it takes to put into a car. Like, I'm sure the, they're probably they have more money into the cars than they do their houses. Oh, easily, totally. I mean, there's a I saw one on Saturday that was literally just a Buick LeSabre complete Grandpa edition. Um, I'm sent to you on Facebook Messenger as well. Just now? Yeah, just now. Ugh, I hate this, Facebook This Messenger. car was... It looks stock, but that car was fully... Did you take this with a Motorola Razor? No, I took that... Uh, it, no, Facebook um, Messenger totally scales down your photos to, like, hardcore. Yeah, but that, that, that was way these ones, These were, were directly from Facebook immediately. So uh... it... But anyway, so... Um, like this car this car has a terrible picture of it. Um there we go. I can make it bigger. That car was completely restored to look like a completely stock car. And that like has like a perfect like Landau roof on it where it's the vinyl roof. Yeah, it's the all fake convertible yeah, top. It's, thing. it's all like flawlessly done and it's per- like all the paint's perfect on it. Yeah, and it just looks like a total grandpa car, but like if you actually get up close to that, it's got a lot of really nice details on it. Just like and like, do this with like, a, with like Malays cars too, which is like, oh, like, like I got a Mustang too, lowrider. That actually would be kind of cool. Uh, but I mean, what still, a horrible car. like a lot of a lot of these. Well, that's the thing is like these are cars that are canvases. It's more of a work of art than it is a race. I car. guess if you start with something that is so boring and uninspired, then people have no choice but to look at your craftsmanship. Well, actually, what, what's kind of cool about these Malays cars is because they're so flat, you have a lot of surfaces for a for doing airbrushing work and stuff yeah. like that so they are a large cheap canvas yeah and they're and they make really really good cars they're body on chassis so they're really easy to do and plus <laughs> mechanically putting a hydraulic system in that is not any different than putting a hydraulic system in a 64 impala it is the exact same technology well yeah because the tech in those cars didn't change until it, they went unibody in the yeah, 90s exactly so those cars are um Every time I see one, I get happy because I might be a low rider. And then that one I saw, it, I'm like, wow, that's like a really nice, like, grandpa spec, like, 83 LeSabre. And I'm like, it's got blown out rear suspension. And I looked closer. I'm like, wait a minute. That's a <laughs> low rider. I bet that thing has suspension because yeah. it has, what, 13 inch Dayton's on yeah, it. Yeah, 13 inch Dayton's of, like, 13 by 5.5. Like, yeah, you know, it's got like farm implement tires on it. They're just teeny. Yeah, very very small. Super extra high load carrying capacity for, <laughs> you know, bouncing. Uh hey, here comes the train. <gasps> train! train! Yay, train! Ooh. Oh, I wish oh, it was the classy the one. No, yeah. it's just a normal train. I think we only see that one on weekends. Uh, I had the one that went by my work where it was like. It did have three engines though, so it's gonna be a long one. I, three long engines boy. that could. I had one that went past me at work last week. I, I messaged you about it because I was out smoking when it came by. Mm-hmm. And it, w- it went by all four engines rolling coal. Oh. Full, like full chooch. In it, the middle of Northeast. It literally, I had my e cig like sitting on the table and it shook my e cig over. Yeah, it, 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 I could not see like across the parking lot by the time it was done. There must be quite the grade there. It, it was a lot of soot. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the fuel. Oh, imagine if that thing had turbo failure right then. It'd be so just cool. a giant fireball like going into the sky. There are a few things I like looking at more than a really, really heavily loaded diesel locomotive with a turbo failing. Yeah, that that is one of the best things. It's to pretty see. epic. Um. <laughs> Anyway, on the uh, I guess moving on to uh, less epic things, but still pretty 
cool and re actually relevant to most people that actually buy cars. Um, Apple did a WWDC conference today, and they released a lot of hardware, but oh, I actually watched it, yeah, yeah and they, they released a that, yeah. pretty substantial uh, Apple CarPlay update. Um, so this, this system basically, along with Android Auto, it allows you to mirror apps from your phone onto your car's infotainment system, which oh, is good. great because so it doesn't go obsolete quite as often. Wait a minute. You can mirror apps yes. onto your car's infotainment screen. Yes. Does the Tesla have... It does not have CarPlay. Wow, Tesla, you need to step your game up. Because it has a pretty good OS. Anyway, um, it, it only lets you do say. one app at the a time. The train is just getting louder and louder. Yeah. The, the uh, cars are getting crappier and crappier as the uh, I think so. The end comes. Uh, anyway, it, it, only, it, uh, it only lets you basically single task. So you could pull up an app on your phone, like Apple Maps, and it would just give you a full screen yeah. map. And you could always go back home and choose another one. But the update today was um, uh, split screen. So you could put, like, the map on the left side, and it will give you, like, contextual reminders. Like, if you get home and you set up a geofence reminder, like, don't forget to feed your dog yeah. or something like that. And then it'll give you music control on the right. So 90% of cars sold new today offer Android Auto or CarPlay. So, like, it's a pretty significant feature, and it's actually really, really nice. So not something that I can personally take advantage of, but I was watching the keynote, and I actually was pretty blown away by how nice that was. So... I'm glad to see that the uh, technology that they're putting in, even a couple of years ago, is able to be ported and updated to actually improve. That is actually really Instead cool. of just like ripping the entire thing out of the car, which is the whole point of these systems for mirroring is like, well, you just update your phone and your car doesn't have to update. So you can get the most up-to-date apps and maps and things like that without having to replace the unit in your dash. That's actually really cool. That was my biggest problem with like Navi units and like these old BMWs and stuff. Like they're just obsolete immediately. They're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that 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 was the issue, and that's that's what I was wondering. Like a lot of these infotainment systems is, you know, the last the twenty tens for the most part, they were a lot like the mid eighties for computers. Yeah. Every single manufacturer had a completely different OS. <laughs> yeah. And you would have to if you want to play like Contra, oh. like. You need to get it for like the Nintendo Famicom, or you have to get it for the Commodore sixty four. Yep. Or you have to get it for the Apple two. What or was the shock? The, uh, the Radio Shack one. Uh, the, the Tandy. The Tandy. Yeah. The, tan the Tandy. The Junior. The Tandy, uh, Tandy one thousand. Yeah. Yeah. The Tandy one thousand. Every single one had a completely different OS. Yep. And then Microsoft eventually came along. It's like let's just use DOS. Yeah. Let's just do this. MS DOS. Thank yeah. you. And that's why I feel like Apple CarPlay and Android Auto are. Yeah, Windows. <laughs> and basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's, you now have, like, one real OS. Well, and it's, OS X, but, yeah, like, the, the two and, major and, and ones. And like, like the <sighs> late 80s, it is also Apple and some other competitor. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, so, and, yeah, man, Android, which is basically the, the new, more open-source version of what Windows was set out to do. So, exactly. Yeah, I think it's, it's a pretty decent parallel. So, uh Speaking of parallels, the things that were uh -huh. popular in the eighties. Oh, that's a bad oh. segue. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, 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 it's no, not, that's no, not pre-war. Now, in the eighties, there were two cars to get if you, three cars to get if you were a teenager. Okay. The first one is some crappy muscle car. Uh, <laughs> the second one is like a Firebird. Yeah, like a like a Firebird. No, no, Park like Mario. like actually, be honest, it's actually probably the most desirable muscle cars were now worth nothing. So like it's 19, yeah. 1983. You can 69 now 69 Camaros. And yeah, like, like 19, 1983, and you can get yourself a, yeah, you can get you can get like a four forty two from nothing. Yep. Um. Now then you had your Datsuns and such, 
which really kind of began to get their legs in the 80s when the 510s were becoming cheap. So you have muscle car or Datsun? Those are the two options? Nope, there's a third one. But you just said two. I said you had two, actually three. Oh, so you lied, third, you lied third, to our lie. beautiful lied. subscribers. Now, the third option is an air-cooled Volkswagen. Why would you buy that? Well, because they were abundant, cheap, and easy to source parts for. <coughs> Why would you buy that? Well, I don't know. They're kind of cool. Uh, and with those, uh, they actually had like a lot of clout behind them because of people like Bruce Myers and the Myers Manx. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, true. And actually, uh, last Sunday was buggin'. What at, is buggin'? At Westside Volkswagen. It's a massive air-cooled Volkswagen show. Oh, nice. It's not just air-cooled. They have water-cooled stuff, too. I don't really care all about those. <laughs> uh, now, at the show, they always have like cool things. And yeah, Bruce Myers was there signing autographs. Wait, Bruce Myers was there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about yeah, this. He's okay. actually really nice. He, That's super cool. He reminds me of my Uncle Ralph. He's just this, like, really, really sweet, like, 93-year-old man. Hit on me a few times, but I Yeah, mean, like happens. old men do. Um, a lot. But, yeah, so, but, yeah, but he, was, he was cute enough where it was okay, because he was, like... He wasn't, like, gross hitting on me, which some old Look men at him. do, but... He's adorable and old. Oh, he is very old. He's very he old and very adorable. He used to draw naked women, and I was like, That's the best kind. And he was kind of, like, thrown aback that I would say something <laughs> like that. We've determined that everyone likes boobs. Yeah, yeah it's true. That's yes. just a fact. So. Uh, now, there were some actually very, very cool cars. Like, if you want to see something where, like, you're going to go to a car show where even if you don't like Volkswagen, you're going to see cool stuff, like, go to Buggin' because you see some really cool stuff. So uh, one of the things I saw here was a barn door split window uh, 66 van. That's really clean. Super clean. Um, that's actually owned by one of my customers at work, Jim Larson. Um, doesn't, but, it doesn't have very many windows, but it looks very nice. Oh, all those windows were aftermarket added in because it was actually a camper. Oh. It was a fixed roof camper, which is super rare. Cool. And they I would have left it then. Yeah, well, it, yeah, and he didn't. He didn't modify it at all. He got it and he just restored it, and it's really, really amazing van. Um, I like how those old bugs look. Or not bugs, of vans. Vans, yeah. <laughs> I'm retarded. Uh, but then there was the uh, this one right here, which is a slammed oval window. Oh, Beetle. that's a really early one. Yeah, that one's uh, 55, I think, 54, 55. Hmm. Um, yeah, so it was really cool. Um, then you had, like, your standard, like, this This is a very clean yellow and white, like, 71 or something but that's I like, like the your, color scheme yeah that's like your standard like 80s kind of moniker thing but uh what was really cool is like all the cars were worth looking at mm -hmm. it's kind of like intermark we're like intermark so the quality of the actual yeah, thing like, that turned yeah. out was really Inter good intermark you go to any random car and you're gonna see something exciting with it sure like i saw two vanigans that were parked next to each other at the tops open oh and then they're I both noticed, westies not only are they westies they're synchros they're four-wheel drive they were both manual as well. And better than that, uh, one had... I don't think I've even seen a single synchro in my life. I've seen one prior to the show, and this now has doubled my synchros. Tripled. Tripled. My, my synchros I've seen. Uh, the red one had a Ford Focus Z-Tech engine in it. Weird. It's actually a surprisingly reliable engine that well, makes no, 160 horsepower. just like an inline four, it seems... What, weren't those water-cooled flat fours? Or yeah. Well, and then here you go, uh, SVX engine. Swap. Oh, easy 30. Yeah, that's nice. a very cool engine. Uh, and those are both in synchros. Those are all-wheel drive. Um, and then I saw this other one, which is wonderful. And I noticed I had a really weird bed area. Yeah, what's going on in the back there? Let me show you. Uh, that is a VR6 swap in a van again. 
They're... Why would somebody throw a 12 valve in a VR? Uh, what? Well, because uh, it makes a hell of a lot more power. That's why. Oh, okay, but like they're okay. All right. So is the bell housing pattern the same on all those? Is that why they threw I the have Volkswagen? No ones idea. It's like that ZTAC. There's no way that just bolted in. No, but they're those are really really cheap 160 horsepower engines. So. And they actually have quite a bit of aftermarket support. That That's actually would exactly. have been a decent answer for uh, yeah, a surprisingly actually, yeah. tunable engine. The ZTEC was yeah, a really... It was kind of the predecessor to my Mazda engine, I said. So. Yeah, well, I mean, it was uh, loosely based on that same platform with Mazda uh, and all that kind of and stuff. There's another so. van I, I, I saw there that wasn't any of those, but it looked like a normal white van again. Was it your Mazda 5? No, a van okay. again. Right. It looked like a normal white van again, but it had a Subaru uh, EJ25 in it. Gross. No, that's much, much better. An EJ20, was it an E or a D? Uh, E. Okay. Single cam. Yeah, those are actually pretty good. Vastly superior to a water boxer. Um, Yeah. Yeah, EJ25Es are fine. I mean, they're really uninspired, but they're pretty reliable. Yeah, they're 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 they're, they're very trusty. There was an actual uh, West German police car. Nice. That was there. God. Uh, it, it was a Western... The crap that people restore. But uh, the, the car of the show for me, though, was uh, the the big Carmingias that we did not get in America, based off the Type 3. That looks like a Corvair. Doesn't it? It does. It's so good. And there were... That's pretty There cool. were, like, six Type 3s there, which is, like, insane. And a Puma that GT. It sounds like one of the best air-cooled shows I've ever heard of. It really was. Like that was. I mean, there's a lot of liquid-cooled swaps in there, but but there's a lot of cool things. Um, I love those synchros. Yeah, but those th- cool. those, uh, those big Carmingias, I love because I love the front ends on those. I, it's like either a Type Fifty Six. It's or like a, a cross between something. An, an early Corvair and a Dayus. In the front. even it reminds me of the BMW Seven Hundred. Oh yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah, I can see that. The, the predecessor to the yeah. two thousand two. Yeah. That was really terrible, but. That was a that was an, that was an our Corey thing, probably. Oh, you should just go beat him when you get home. Okay. <laughs> that sounded I thought he was strangely suggestive. Yeah, I thought he died. Oh yeah, that's what it says. I need a bio for the uh, arbitrage blog for you, by the way, because I have one for Corey and just says early on in arbitrage's history, he's carried away by wolves. We hope for a safe return. <laughs> <laughs> he's very good at shoveling. <laughs> yeah, he's he's still lost shoveling after the snowstorm. <laughs> Um, that was such a long time ago. But yeah, no, it's Buggin' is one of those shows that's easily missed. Is it's, that um, is that an annual thing? Every year, Westside Volkswagen, uh, early June, hmm. from like, on like a Sunday from like 8 to like 2. Okay, so that's like, not bad. Yeah, it's, it's done just in time for all that's these like 100 too bad years. It was in Wisconsin with a clutch that was starting to slip. Yeah, it's, instead. All, all these very profoundly old men, it... it the show ends where guys are getting ready for supper. In time, so. <laughs> I love how you actually said supper, too. <laughs> That's the meal I ate on the Sunday drive. Because like we started at noon, and it was like a two-and-a-half-hour drive or something. I'm like, who eats at 2.30? That's like the worst time of day to eat. I do, but that's because I start work at 3. A.M.? P.M. Oh. Well, actually, it, come to think oh, of it, if you, if you do work, like, nights... That makes sense. That's your but breakfast, like, on, I guess. The, the, <laughs> <in the laughs> like after- Blake Bodine's breakfast is at 2.30. <laughs> uh, but like on the weekends, it doesn't make sense to have lunch at 2.30. Well, listen, if you remember the True. Volkswagen Beetle being developed 
then you're probably still was, in jail, actually. I but was anyway. definitely alive for that, yeah. yeah. But you're you're probably still in jail because you're a was Nazi. That, if was you that pre-war? That. I think that was pre-war. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like during war. That was war. No, it was pre-war. It was pre-war. It was pre-war. The oval windows developed pre-war for sure. Because yeah, it was a communist car. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it was a split window actually. Could have been. Yeah, because anyway. this the oval window because they did a split window first, which is my favorite of all of them. But you never see them, so I can't really say that. Um. <laughs> But the split window came first, and they removed the split to try and make it more visible, and then they went to the square window in the back. Okay. And it's annoying, because when you say split window, you can say a split window type 1, which is much more rare than a split window type 2. Okay. Because split window type 2 is by far the best type 2. But then... That's you... just like uh, your opinion, man. No, it's just objectively better, because the normal bay window type 2s, they mess with the design. They didn't look as good. I agree. The split window is a better looking van. That's that's the other thing with like Eric Goulds is the better they drive, the worse they look. What? Air cooled Volkswagens, the better they drive, the worse they look. Huh. I was gonna say Gia's are horrible and those look beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And and uh the early uh non cowl split window vans are yeah. horrific to drive. <laughs> like they're the worst thing on earth. And but then you get to <clears throat> The the Mexican Volkswagen sedan made in two thousand three, and that that's wonderful to drive, but looks like afterthoughts and afterthoughts and afterthoughts. <laughs> and then you get to the twenty eleven uh, Brazilian Volkswagen um, Samba, which is well. But the up exclamation mark looks cute, and that is good to drive. That's no, I said air cooled. Oh, up. Oh, sorry. So there you go. That's my top tip for the day. Fine. That's useless information, but good to know. There you go. So I want to talk about Carlos Ghosn. Speaking of he's, top tips. He's back. He's back in the news. Do you guys want to guess? He's still in prison. Embezzlement? But yeah, still in prison for that. Do you oh. want to guess what they have uh, disallowed him to do that most people do every day? Go Mast- on the internet. Masturbate. I don't know the answer to that, but I assume he's still allowed to masturbate. What? Go on the internet. Uh, I don't think he has access to the internet. Uh breathe no but it involves your mouth like breathing um smoke nope brushing his teeth no anyway so he's not allowed to talk to his wife according to the prosecutor oh he was allowed to talk to his wife apparently before he was so they're disallowing it because they have worries of him evidence tampering by talking to his wife totally. but Gohan's lawyer says oh, this is a right. human rights violation yeah so I'm like, I kind of get both did Japan, sides. But... Did Japan sign the Geneva Convention? <clears throat> I don't know. I would have to Google um, that. I do have to say that, like, you know, I forget places aren't America where, <laughs> like, you can't testify against your husband in the United States of America or your, any spouse. Really? Well, another they thing, can't yeah. force you to. You can, oh, okay, but they right. can't make so you. So there's this other issue here, which is... um. Carl Scone Scone and by extension Nissan, they're freaking out about him having a human rights violation. I am pretty sure Nissan's got some factories in, like, South America, which have very questionable uh, labor uh, policies. Yeah. So that's really the pot calling the kettle black. Right. (laughs) So, I mean, is it at what pay grade at Nissan – are you, is it then a human rights violation? I think that's just what they're saying because it's the only thing that they can like do right now that kind of Actually, fits the one, law. One second. To, like, I, I don't want to throw complain. Nissan under the bus in this. Everything I said where I said Nissan, I meant to say Renault. So. <laughs> 
So anyway, uh, apparently it's going to take two or three weeks just to get this like looked at, this claim of human rights violation. Good. That's two or three more weeks where he's still in jail. I, I just I saw his name, and I couldn't not talk about this. Well, of course. God, I'm so happy about that. Look at that mugshot. No, not mugshot, but it, it, has, a, it has a good image of him just looking like... I'm so happy he's in jail. Embezza buddy. I'm so I'm like endlessly happy. We should create a bonsai buddy port that is just Carlos Ghosn. That would be hilarious. And the it's called the embezzle buddy, and it just helps <laughs> you embezzle <laughs> money on the internet. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> perfect. I wish I knew I more have to about say coding. Embezzlement is so much fun to say. Oh yeah, it's got like Z's in it. it it's mm. also it's a really exciting crime because whenever you read about embezzlement, it's always like. You had so many way easier ways to have made money than yeah. doing this. Yeah, there's oh, always yeah. like really ridiculous reasons, like just like in circumstances. I'm like, oh, I is... wanted three houses, so I embezzled. I, I wanted to I wanted to redo my wedding at Versailles. Like these so are I also... got divorced and then reproposed so we could go to Versailles. Yeah. Oh my! That, did he? These are all things that Carlos Ghosn did actually. Huh. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, look at no him. the Versailles thing actually happened. He spent Nissan money to rent out the Palace of Versailles for a week. This sounds so like my boss. Redo his vows. Yeah, it's ridiculous what he mm-hmm. what he did. So while your boss is a perfectly reasonable human being, Carl Scone, however, deserves to be in jail. Cool. I don't know your boss, so I just assume he is because he's employing you. So Car- yeah, Carl Scone's in jail. That's good. Good. Yes. All right. What did we learn this week? Um, <laughs> well, I learned that Carl Scone deserves to be in jail. But I knew that. That's nothing new. I guess. I mean, yeah, we did know that. I need. I need to think for a second. I learn a lot of things every week. I need to boil it down. I know. I kind of. I mean, like the boring stuff. Like I learned you could learn that two of your cars in one weekend need clutches. Oh, no. you know what? Actually, this is totally unrelated to anything remotely car related. Okay. Um. So you know, in, uh, Inglorious Bastards. I do. Yes. They'd never do a close up in that movie. Until Hans Landa finally takes control of the Frenchman and forces him to uh, give up the Jews that he's hiding in his floor. Mm. You and, are harboring the enemies and, of the state. And that's you? that's how they actually. Yeah, that that's that exact that right there. Yeah, they? that right there. That exact. Point line, out the areas to me in which they're hiding. That line is exactly the very first close up. This will burst purpose. your bubble, but I have seen that film a couple of times. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I just thought it was really interesting how Quentin Tarantino. That was the first time he did that. And the entire time up until then, his camera shots were gradually moving closer and closer in. Hmm. He had not previously done any close-ups in that whole I movie. I like Quentin Tarantino. I love when like movies do cool things like that. I feel like we've watched Inglourious Bastard like three times in a row before. Yeah, no, not three times we, in a row. Like you, I've watched it with you guys several times. Yes. And I've watched it many times outside of that. And there's definitely like parts of the film that I appreciate the most. But like the whole thing on the yeah. whole is just so. No, it's a really good movie. It's just oh, it's such a like if that's I could one of those movies. Do like a condensed version that was like thirty-five minutes and just to put all like the action in it. I I feel like you know there's there's a handful of movies that you can just watch a million times over and over. It's, again. Yeah, it's like Pulp Fiction. Like I could it's, just go watch yeah, it right that now. Pulp Fiction, Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski, Fast and Furious One, yep. Star Wars, The New Hope. For me, Austin Powers Two is in there. 
I weird, haven't seen that in a long time, but I mean, I would. I, I, might I find out every time I take my super intense anxiety meds, I want to watch Cars three. I haven't Golden seen. Goldeneye. <laughs> it's that. the best oh, yeah, of Golden the Cars. Goldeneye is really good. Goldeneye is one of those. I haven't seen any of them. If you've never seen a Cars film, yeah. don't watch any of them. But the third. Yeah, Cars three the is th- actually really good. I'm not gonna lie. Cars two, they tank. It's really much. It's for the. I've kids. heard Cars two is terrible. Yeah, it's, but it's Cars, I heard Cars the, one's really good. Cars one is Cars is pretty good, but Cars three. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch them. Oh, it's amazing. Well, it's completely off topic, but whatever. We're doing this anyway. Um, so Valley High Drive-In Night. I was gonna make the event today, yes. but I want to maybe push a week because The Secret Life of Pets two comes oh, out yeah. next week, and they're probably we're gonna have it. that as their first film. We gotta. Yeah. Because they always do like the kitty movie first, and then two others. But I like I fall asleep after the first one, yeah. so I'm just gonna go and watch. Yeah, let's do it. So I'm gonna wait until that shows up, then I'll do the event. Yeah, yeah I'm into it. Um, cool. But what did I? I what guess did you that's learn? what I learned. No, this no. Week like, what was, was that? The, there was one that you. Th- wanna... There was one that you told us off air. Oh, I found out that uh, bikes cost more than oh, it yeah. cost to buy Ron, which we for for anybody that doesn't know, we got Ron from an alcoholic for three hundred dollars. No, two hundred. It was three hundred. I talked him down. And, well, we didn't. And that was after I originally. Uh, walked away at 700, lowballed him down to 500, and then and then didn't show up. And they called me again when I was at 300 because I forgot to show up for 500. Yeah, so like <laughs> it wasn't even on purpose. Just accidentally bartering. Yeah, I was, no, I was, he like forgot to respond. I totally to forgot to respond. Or, like, like and like the guy ended up contacting. Accidentally excellent negotiator. Yeah, he, he, I just did my normal thing. I've done this in every one of my CA accords. Where I've never bought a CA Accord for over five hundred dollars. No, the, I've like, had three of them. Manuel was seven hundred dollars. No, it was four hundred. It was seven hundred. It was four. Okay. Seven hundred. Seven hundred is what Brett wants for his car. Okay. And I'm not buying anyway, his car because it's two hundred dollars over the my. The bike limit. I want is four hundred and ten dollars. Before tax or after tax? I think before. Before. Mm, that's dangerously close to five hundred dollars. Yeah. So it's just like. At what point can you rust down a car to a point where you can then drive it on the greenway? Um, I think it would become undrivable before it was at that yeah. point, unfortunately. <laughs> I, uh, hinging on that, I learned that you could buy 10 running driving E46 beater wagons for the price of one used Tesla Model S. Mm. Wow. No, 100 of them, actually. Oh. 100 of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, 100. Why would you ever buy a Tesla when you can have 100 BMWs? I don't know. I drove the wagon the last four days. This $400 E46 I picked up out of a driveway with a battery. Mm. Perfect. I drove it for four days when a friend of mine had the Tesla last week. I'm just like, this is great. I like. Yeah. I put a little AC juice in it, and the AC works now. Like It's it's, it's great. Yeah, I, I, like, I really love a beater. A good oh, beater is a good like beater. A it's, a, it's been a great I time. Be- that's why I think that's why I loved Ron so much. Was like it didn't matter. Like if it doesn't didn't matter start, what happens. Like, yeah, like the yeah. transmission breaks completely. Oh, no. Whatever, no if, big deal. If somebody parks on my driver's side door and I happen to have a box of crayons and their windows open, oops. oops. Sometimes you're. I'm really clumsy. Fall out my, yeah. Out yeah. Your door, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and like I had no choice. My door couldn't open, so I. I and it was either you fall over or you jettison your cargo and become stable again. Exactly. And so the cargo got jettisoned into yeah. the yeah. car window. Yeah. It, on not your on fault. A hot day. Yep. Not you you shouldn't be in your car window open on a hot day in summer. <laughs> I usually have like loot fisk. I'm, I'm almost always carrying loot fisk when I get out of my car. <laughs> yeah. 
It's true. I, that's a Minnesota thing. It's a thing. great snack. Yeah. If you've ever been to Minnesota, you know at all points in time, We're everybody is Lutefisk. always carrying I carry Lutefisk. a second wallet just for a little Lutefisk filet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Gross. And on that note, <laughs> we will catch you guys next that week. Bye. Absolute disappointment. <laughs> it's a horrible way to end, but we're doing it anyway. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.